Hello there. Welcome to our little trans-dimensional joyride, folks. I'm Dr. Miller, your friendly drinker, and a heck of a pineapple ontologist, if I do say so myself. But let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you and how these guys can help you make a fabulous vacation today with adventurers out there travel. It's like this. If they can bring you back from the Cretaceous period, it stands to reason that they can also send you on a fabulous vacation. And not just any vacation. Take a look at these guys. It's Becca, B-E-K-K-A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com. And I'm certain that she is the key to understanding these magnificent travel discounts. I tagged her with a discount, lo a discount locator during an unauthorized field trip. Otherwise, I'd be traveling with you. Instead, let's join the most fabulous author in podcasting, Rhiannon. What's up? And the biggest name in West Coast Trader Samming in the industry, Skipper Dick Ritchie. I am Trader Samming. What's up? Kungaloosh, yeah. <laughs> Viva Gaia, and you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. That part of it, that always reminds me of, like, I feel like I'm in a toaster oven when you travel through time on that ride. <laughs> Maybe it's the foil. Yeah, the foil and that red, like, light. Like, I'm just, like, I want to, like... <laughs> Warm myself on both sides and then jump out. <laughs> I'm ready. I always felt like you left it until the last second. And like as a scientist, I feel like you should not leave it within 60 seconds of us getting hit by a meteor. Right. Like, why is the window but, so you know, small? So yeah, you can you can you know. be right there, right up until that point. You want to be able to record as much as you can. I just why think could, it's bad. Why couldn't you put us in there five minutes earlier? Right? Well, why couldn't they just send a video camera to record all that crap? Well, we got to bring back the dinosaur. Oh, right, right, right. Couldn't um, an empty car bring back the dinosaur? Yeah, right. Just put, like, a little dinosaur food in the back seat, and when he jumps in to, like, nibble, you hit the yeah. button. Like, are, are we, as the complete novices, supposed to have, like, wrangled this thing into the car, like, with a, Here, like a lasso kitty, kitty, or what? Kitty, kitty, Man, a lot of holes in, the, in logic for uh, yeah. the dinosaur ride. Yeah. You mean... <laughs> Oh, damn it. What did it used to be called? Countdown, Countdown to, to extinction. extinction. Yeah, I like that way more than Dinosaur. Yeah, because I love how they changed it for some movie that literally no one saw. I saw it. Okay, no one but Skipper Dick Ritchie That's saw That's actually probably true. I, <laughs> that was a good movie, though. It was very Lion King, very Land Before Time-ish. Mm. I literally don't... That's have you never seen? We didn't it, have really? enough of those movies. No. No, I didn't know that was a movie. Oh no! Yeah. And was, one thing that was funny is when I worked um, at Animal Kingdom, one of the places that we parked to get to our tour was right behind that building, and you would pass every day the old when they when they changed from Countdown to Extinction to Dinosaur, they used to have a uh, a different dinosaur in the fountain. And they swapped it out with the iguanodon, so that other one was sitting out behind the building, and like the, the paint was all peeling off, and it looked like crap. But you drive by it every day uh, to park. So that was pretty funny. Good story. That's yeah. also uh, well. Wait, are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about backstage by Countdown to Extinction. Though. Yes, because I was going to say on the Way opposite the side. Back. On the opposite no, side. No, he's just the... dropping the fact that he used to be cool. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't even know if he was cool then. Well, that's true. Wow, what are you? What, what the hell? <laughs> uh, no, what I was going to say on the opposite side by the cast cafeteria, that's where they kept the uh, 
the Barbie limousine that they also rolled out for the 25th anniversary. That's super, like, the super stretch. Uh, that car was so long that no, that's rock and roller coaster. The axle. It was great. I love that idea. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Speak, Skipper. I'm gonna go with you. Mentioned the Lion King, and I'm gonna jump straight to that story. I want your. I, I happen to notice this today. What if we talked about the fact they're making a live action the Jungle? No, excuse me, the Lion King. <laughs> yes, that happened. Yeah, they they did that. Now they are, they are doing this. Breaking and it's, news. <laughs> breaking news. They're making a Jungle Book, <laughs> and then they'll probably make a show. When Rivers of Light is not able to be ready yet. Um, but they said that James Earl Jones is coming back for Mufasa yet again, Skipper. What do you think about this? I think it's super cool. I think, uh, you know, it's the same people that made the Jungle Book, and they're going to use the same effects. So they say it's live action, but most of the Jungle Book was computer animation. So it just looks... For some reason, yeah. For some reason, every day, I don't know what of my, what account keeps retweeting it, but it's like one of those like mass t- Twitter accounts, and they keep putting it says, "Hey, you won't believe how they made the movie The Jungle Book," and it's like these blue hands holding the kid in the air. <laughs> it's like <laughs> for some reason, somebody's retweeting it every day because <laughs> they so can't, believe it. can't believe it. Can't believe it. They just can't believe it. Can't believe it. Oh, I've, um, got, I've kid... got breaking news. A three o'clock parade exclusive. The UPS guy just got here. <laughs> that is good, dude. And he delivered my that is... five-piece serving set of Disney silverware that I ordered using the Disney shop, the Disney Park shop online app. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just got here. I'm pretty excited. I've been starting to buy that for years. It was on sale. So I bought it. Uh, and I bought two sets of the matching silverware. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to check the app. Hmm. I'll check the app for you. Oh, interesting. I find it interesting that Disney does this, though. Back to the Lion King for a second. That this kid... Uh, what, it's not Joshua Jackson, is it? What is it? Um, I don't think he's this? a kid anymore. Yeah, that guy was somebody else. Uh, Donald Glover. I don't know where I got Joshua Jackson. Donald Glover is uh, the guy that's going to do Simba, but I think he's also doing young Lando Calrissian yeah. in Star Wars. Uh, and I'm, it's just funny when they get like this actor, they use the same people over and over in in, in all their films. It's like with Lin Emanuel or, or Lin Manuel doing the uh, the music for every movie. It's like for they everything. just they just yeah. pick one. Go with it. They're going to rewrite all and the uh, bulk. Lion King mu- music and have Lin Manuel instead of Elton John. <laughs> kind of like actor Costco. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, Skipper. Lion King with James Earl Jones. Sounds great. So I figured that would make you happy. That make you happy. But I want your. I'm curious about this, Skipper Dick Ritchie. Um, you're planning your visit down here to Florida coming up soon, and you're going to be here about a week, right? Yep. So Express Bus Service, one of the news that came out this week is it's only been around about two months, but they are they up the price a little bit. And I'm curious, are you going to do Express Bus Service? You seem like the target audience possibly ah. for this. Are you going to do Express Bus Service for your week so you can get places? Because you get a discount if you do the whole week. 
you know, to be paid for it ahead of time, not just on demand. So tell me your thoughts. Are you going to do it? Probably not. Cause we're like, we're not the plan ahead rush. You know, you like, we've talked about this. I know what right. day I'm going to what park, but there's no, like, you know, we're not, uh, we're not in a rush to get to anywhere. So, right. but the, then I was thinking, wouldn't that play into, if you don't know what you're doing and you kind of just got to like, Oh, we're at Epcot. Shoot, let's quickly hop over to insert second park here. Well, that's the thing. We, that we, we rarely park hop. So normally we go to the park for like however long it takes for us to decide that we're sick of the line that we're in. And then we're like, okay, let's go drink. Let's go bar drop, you know, drinking or uh, bar hopping. So like the day we go to the Magic Kingdom, we'll probably ride the Haunted Mansion. We'll probably have lunch someplace. Um, but then we'll, you know, maybe junk cruise. And then it's time for that monorail loop. And yeah. that bu- the bus isn't going to help on the monorail loop, so we're not going to need True. it that day. The day we go to Epcot, we all know that that's drinking around the world, so no hopping yeah. on that day. Um, the day that we go to studios, we usually get there late, and we'll probably close the park that day because of the dinner reservations. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know if uh, if it's something that I think because of the group that I'm with and how we, you know, deal with the parks, we probably won't. Yeah. I was just curious. Probably. All right. I wasn't sure if that was something that was going to jump up at you. Rhiannon, did this ever appeal to you? Or I, 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 I don't know. Um, in the way it that is, I it would navigate be 40 parks, bucks for two people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think if I were to do my week quote-unquote vacation acting like a tourist i could i'm not gonna say i would definitely do it but i would definitely look into it and consider it and weigh the pros and cons and see if it would make sense for me i'm not gonna rule it out but as far as my usual you know i get up there once a month for a weekend i can't see myself what's the price up to now is it 30 or 40 for one shot it's 20 a day for one time and then it's 30 but I agree, like, when your mom is here and you do, like, that five-day thing, like, I could see that $30 yeah. for the whole trip. Now, that yeah. seems like it'd be something yeah. to do. Um, My whole thing is I okay. honestly forget that it exists. I mean, granted, it's only two months old, but still. I, I had forgotten that it yeah. existed until I started seeing the tweets about the price increase. So. The only place I remember that it exists is at Animal Kingdom because it's in it, there it is in such a prime location. That you see it, you're like, man, this is pretty great because it's right in the middle of Harambe. You're like, this would be awesome. Um, yeah. But everywhere else, it's kind of an afterthought to me. So, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, wanted to bring this up. Uh, WDW News Today broke a uh, bit of a story on the idea that uh, that maybe Cirque du Soleil Lanuba may be leaving because there's some marketing brochures being distributed that say catch it one last time. Oh. So... Yeah, so what are your thoughts on La Nuba leaving? I don't know if we've talked about this before. Have you been it? I saw it maybe about 10, 11 years ago, one time. I do kind of want to see it again. Have you guys seen it? Many yeah, times. I've seen it. Oh, okay. But when I worked there, yeah. we were in marketing, so we, we went mostly for free. Wow. I was lucky that the team I was so Rhiannon, you. I've yeah. seen it twice. I saw it the first time many, many, many years ago, I think, like, I may have been 13 or something. If it even was to run that long. I don't know. I feel like I was in my teens, early teens. But anyways, um, and I loved it. And it was actually the first Cirque du Soleil show I've ever seen in my life. 
And then I went as recently as September um, because Mark had never seen it and he loves Cirque du Soleil. So I bought him passes for his birthday, which happens to be in February. And then we didn't get around to actually doing it until September. So, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, a good yeah. gift giver like that. Here's my problem now is I would I wanted to wait. I do want to see it again and I want to take the the whole fam and everything and but I wanted to wait till maybe sometimes they do it like around um when they're doing their yearly dress rehearsals, they'll do them a little bit like a <clears throat> almost like a dress rehearsal show pretty pretty affordable. But now that's never going to happen. So and it's going to be full and it'll be cuz once they announce that it's ending, it'll be tough to get yeah. tickets again probably. Well, so who knows? Can't you usually get a good deal on Groupon or something, or at the very least a Florida resident discount? Yeah, right. If I—that's what I'm saying. I, I hope that doesn't go away when it's announced that it's that it's well, leaving, so, because I think a lot of people will will do that. They'll say, "Oh my God, it's been ten years. I'd like to see that before it ends." Have they announced a replacement, or no? Do we think they're no, like tearing down the building the, and put something else there, or? I would be shocked first, just my own personal opinion, only because it's just such a great place to have a nighttime show theater, like Vegas style. Like, I don't know. It seems like Disney's a great place. I, I don't know if maybe they're going to do another. I mean, what do you think? You think they would do another? Is Cirque still as big as it was maybe 10 years ago? It's everywhere. Yeah. I think that's that's kind of what ruined it is that it was on like that was the first um, permanent Cirque location. And then right. all of a sudden, you know, it was like every casino in Vegas has it now. And, you know, it's always traveling somewhere so you can go see it. At, you know, like it's not as special because you can see it everywhere all the time. Um, right. But maybe maybe what they're going to do but... is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, hold on. Oh. Um, what I was going to say is maybe that they are either going to do a new Cirque du Soleil show and keep. You know, keep it Cirque, but just not Lanuba anymore. Yeah. Or maybe they'll use it the same way Vegas does, where, you know, how cool would it be if you could go and you knew that for the entire month of April, there was going to be, like, a really big named star performing. Yeah. You know, so you knew that, like, hey, April, yeah. Elton John's playing all month long. And then May, you know, they'd have some other giant artist come in the same way, like, yeah. you know, Caesars does with whoever. Yeah, well, like like uh, Britney Spears is there, and oh, uh, and like NSYNC is doing one out there. I mean, right? Or, no, not NSYNC. The other one, Backstreet Boys. Whatever. But um, all the same. Yeah, but you're right. I think what was you know for for several decades, you know, that was obviously huge. Like back in the '60s and '70s, artists playing Vegas, and then it, it went away, and now it's back. Maybe they are seeing that, and that would be great to have a a a that uh, that would be great to have good artists come here and play for a month. I could see that happening for sure. That'd be awesome. So what I was going to say, sorry, um, Go ahead. <laughs> was that I do know that, yes, it is huge and it's everywhere. However, I think that um, with the Vegas shows, I mean, it's the same way as Disney. They have the dedicated show that just lives there. It doesn't really change. However, each of them have such a different, unique theme that I think people hear about that and sort of like we take for granted with Disney, people have that once in a lifetime Vegas trip and they've been researching which, you know, Cirque show is best for them and they go to that. And so I think I always felt that what Lanuba sort of lacked was any sort of distinct theme that set it apart from any other acrobatic 
Cirque show. Mm -hmm. So what I would be hoping for would be another Cirque show, but something that really pushes the limits like they do with the various Vegas shows. Like there's the one that's just all in water. Um, obviously they wouldn't do the, the sexy Vegas show. But oh, sure. hell. Not that, right? They could do a yeah, sexy look. one. I'd go see that. Well, I would too. But... Yeah. Well, I mean... Sure. In what way do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're, you you guys it. did mention some alone time. Yeah, don't yeah, worry about it. Oh, yeah. Well, Drunky, one thing you can that have alone noticed... time with Mark, and I'll have alone time with Rhiannon. Hey. At, okay. at least one of the four of us will be happy. <laughs> Mark. We'll take a Mark vote. Mark will be on. happy. Uh-huh. Mark will help Mark be the only one happy. smiling at the end of the day. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but one thing that... Now, just hear me out. You know how, you know, you said this was one of the first permanent ones. Since then, they started these uh, musical ones. You know, they, they have a, uh, the Elvis, oh, there's definitely a Beatles one. Now there's an Avatar that are based on, you know, m- musicians or movies. Could they possibly do an actual Disney Cirque du Soleil using their that music and characters? That would be cool, but I think when you said Avatar... It reminded me that they're opening an attra- a, a whole land based on that. So Synergy might right. make it, where they're just like, ah, screw it, we'll just bring Avatar over. Yeah. Oh, Which would really be... bum me out. That is but, not something I want. But, like, yeah, a, a Cirque du Soleil <laughs> version of Disney, using Disney music and themes would be pretty amazing. Yeah, that would be great. So let's, let's hope it's either that or good musicians that... Uh, We'll do uh, residencies. So, I like that. Um, Skipper to Gritchie, do you get into this? I saw there's also, um, you know those like little Funko figures? Those like uh, pop figures where they're like the... Yeah, I don't, but I have friends that really do. Yeah, well they're doing, Disney's doing a a treasure box subscription where you get, they send you mystery ones every whatever, every month or whatever. Do you get into these box things? Do you do any of these? I'm always trying to get into some sort of box, but oh god! Uh, what I really wanted was a haunted mansion one, and I'm sad that I didn't get uh, that. This Funko one—that was I'm not as really limited because that one was really limited numbers, right? And you would like it, they literally sold out. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was limited to like 100 or 150, and they sold out like the moment they released it yeah, to the public. That's crazy. But, um, this won't. This probably won't be nearly as. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't see this one being as popular. No, so you're, you're not into these characters, though, these Funko things. No. Yeah. They're cute. Like They're cool. I just don't really... Fun I agree. I, they, 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 whoa. Whoa. Bold statement. Yep. From Skipper Dick Ritchie. <laughs> um, really let him have it with that one. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, are you excited? BB-8's going to start meet and greets at Disney's Hollywood Studios? I think that's cool. I, when this is though, I was gonna see if you were gonna catch this. Uh, bu- 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 what does it say? Soon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Not helpful. Not helpful. More uh, news. <clears throat> well, I wonder if if they're gonna do it out there, if they'll do it out here also. Do you guys still have your launch bay in oh, Disneyland? Yeah, for sure. Oh, launch your bay, problem. and we brought back uh, the um, hyperspace mountain. Yeah, got all that stuff going on. Yeah, I I went and did the meet and greets at Launch Bay a few weeks ago. It really is great setup. 
The lines aren't even very long. You get in there, they're maybe like 15 minutes. Like, it was great. 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 But uh, definitely BB-8. I would definitely, especially the kids would love to go meet BB-8. They're going to go nuts. Very cool. Very cool. Let's see. Rhiannon. Yes. Do you like do you like Beauty and the Beast? Sure, why not? Do you like Colts? Colts? Colts, the department store. Oh, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I've been known to frequent. Well, let's put those two together. And Coles has announced they're doing launching a Beauty and the Beast clothing line. Is it by Lauren Conrad? So you can. Let's see. <laughs> They've got a few. <laughs> they have some uh, Beauty and the Beast inspired clothing. So. Uh, you, they have mm. some like dresses, and then they also well, then they have like t-shirts, but they do have some pretty nice looking dresses here. You might have to look into that. Yeah, everything is enough... uh, under forty dollars. Well, it's cold, which is not so, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple um, of Lauren Conrad's Disney pieces. Yeah, mm -hmm. I wore not... one today actually. Oh, which way? Yeah. It's a lovely little white skirt that has Mickey patterns embroidered quilted whatever the correct term is into the fabric it's lovely that's cool very subtle it's a subtle little disney nod not everyone notices it oh well hello how you doing yeah. hey all right um skipper to richie this is fucking ridiculous i'm reading this right now oh shit a great debate goes on disneyland dole whip versus disney world dole whip how Someone great is saying that? Dole Whip is better at Disneyland? Some people garbage. say yes. Some people say, say no. And uh, some people need a life. Right. Yeah, they're getting a little involved. Some people say that the one at Disney World is better because you get more for for the pay. But some other people are saying that the one at Disneyland tastes different. Uh, you know, so I thought, it was, I thought it was a pretty interesting article. It is. What is this? PopSugar.com. So this is literally like a dessert website doing a, uh, a expose here? Yeah. Wow. They are, they're really focused on that whole... Uh, on now, where does thing. the Polynesian Village Resort roll into here now? Oh, God. There, at least, you can throw some rum in it. Um, I don't think that they... I don't, I don't remember when that article was written, because I don't think that they even mentioned that you can get it at the Disneyland Hotel... So I don't know if they went that far. I think they just went with the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland yeah. offerings. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go out on a just to, I haven't had a Dole Whip in probably three or four years. I haven't had one in well, Disneyland you're fired. In, in forever. I've had them up here. Yeah, I just don't ever really do it. Why? I don't know why. I guess I don't know why. I just haven't done it. I need to do it, I guess. I it doesn't. I don't. It, I don't want to do it at the Polynesian though. As much as I love, they made the pineapple lanai. I only want to do it at the magic in the Magic Kingdom though. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but they no longer offer the swirl option at what? Magic Kingdom because I feel like that was my jam. Was I would do the dollop float, but I liked the swirl of the half vanilla, half pineapple soft serve within the pineapple juice. And so when I went to Disneyland, I asked for that. They looked at me like I had five heads and I had to just get all pineapple. Oh, all the yeah. Time. No, I so agree. So I immediately was like, all right, point Disney World. But I feel like when they swapped locations, mm -hmm. they did away with a swirl option. So now it's just all fucking even. I don't know. Oh, 
and then or you I'm making this up. I don't know. No, no, that is something Hashtag that I've been hearing. podcast. It is. No, that happened. They when they switched <laughs> all the locations, they changed the machines and the the number of machines or something like that, and and they added more Dole Whip only and no vanilla. So right. it's just so it's just a mess. It's a mess. We it need to get this like sorted out. I mean, this is it's a disaster. This is, this is Dole Whip we're talking about. Well, and and oh. so there's the Dole Whip. And then isn't there like an orange bird version where you can get like a citrus one? And then if you head over to Swirl. Yeah. But and then over by uh, the Mad Hatter, don't they have also some sort of soft serve that's like a raspberry or a cherry or a strawberry swirl? Yeah, that's Uh something different. Yeah, that's something completely. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That other little. They turn that into like. They turn that into like a little coffee kiosk, though. That one over there by Allison. Yeah. Yeah. And cake pops. Yeah, that one's not as good. Oh man, let's see. Whoa, what, is... Skipper? I'm hearing a sound I haven't heard in like a month. Oh my gosh, yeah, I haven't heard this in that... forever. Uh... Is that what it is? I almost forgot. What the hell is Char been up to? What I did Char? see. I will say. I did say. I did see today on the Twitters that Char is counting down to a Disney World vacation. So we got to get some details on that. Yeah, let's... Uh, let Not me today, see. but we'll get those... Well, pictures. let me see what I... Let's see what she says. We'll call her up and <laughs> see where she's been. Hold on. Yeah, Skipper, I'm here, and I am so happy to be back. Man, so far it's been a crazy year. How's it going for you? Yeah, so far so good. After what happened with the snow and summer event, the store had to close for a while to be remodeled because of all the water damage. So I decided to take a trip down to Mexico. Oh, that sounds awesome. Did you go to the Disney store in Mexico? Did you meet Philippe's cousin, Felipe? Did I? I have three words for you to perfectly sum up Felipe. Margarita. Ah, so it sounds like you had some fun. Hola, shit, yeah. Fuck, you guys are so dumb to want to build a wall down there. Those people know where it's at. Actually, we were talking about building a bridge so they can just leap over you fuckers and head straight on up to Canada. Ha, a bridge? That doesn't sound like a bad idea. But let's get back to what we're here for. Any news on the Disney Store Canada? Yeah, not much. The store hasn't reopened. But I will tell you that Philippe bet on last night's Oscars. So... He puts a month's salary down on La La Land winning. And when they announced Best Picture, he got so excited. He like knocks his TV over, breaks it. And this all happened before they announced it was actually Moonlight that had won. Oh, man. So he lost a month's salary? That is not good. Oh, yeah. It gets worse, too. Or I guess better if you're like me and enjoy hearing stories about Philippe receiving his comeuppance. So get this. He calls corporate, tells him he's quitting, Tells them to shove their Timbits in the hole from whence they came and then hangs up like a fucking savage. Wait, wait, wait. So he thinks he won a ton of money, calls Disney corporate, lets them know that what he really thinks of them, and then just hangs up before he figures out that he didn't win? Yeah, then 10 minutes later, he's checking his Twitter, sees the whole best picture mix-up thingy making the headlines. He has not left his mom's basement since. Jinkies. What do you think is going to happen to him? I have no idea. But what I can tell you after watching last night's Oscars is that The Rock is fucking hot. Uh, You just want to know what he's got cooking. All right, well, keep us informed with what happens at the store and let us know what happens with Philippe. 
Will do. Anyway, until next week, this is Char from the Disney Store Canada saying margarita. Over and out. Holy cow. So Char had a great time drinking margaritas in Mexico. The Disney Store gets flooded, and it looks like we don't know what's going to happen with Philippe. That was that was pretty crazy of you, buddy. In his defense, in Philippe's defense, everybody thought that La La Land had won. I mean, they they announced it. You're you're already late. You're probably going to shut it off. You you, you were upset you had to stay up that late anyway. I I can see that happening. I actually don't blame Philippe this time. Yeah, but to just call corporate and give him a piece of his mind like that, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. But, you know, the guy's got some big balls, so good for him. (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy when stuff like that happens. I love when stuff goes crazy on live TV. Yeah. I'm super angry, though. I'm going to change the subject from uh, Char really quick and say that I'm really angry at ABC and their uh, supposed streaming live of the Oscars. I don't know if you guys tried to do this, but as a cord cutter, I don't don't have ABC at home. Um, Right. Even though you have an antenna, right? Well, and that's the thing. So I... I bought a, I recently bought a new 4K TV, and it's it, it's basically a monitor. It doesn't even have a coaxial on it, so you can't even oh. plug an antenna in. And what I did is through the Apple TV, I uh, there's a Direct TV Now app, and for thirty bucks you get like 150 channels, including HBO and blah blah blah. So I was like, that's great. I'm gonna do that. Um, but ABC only streams to like six places in the country um but on the abc app on your phone whether it's uh iphone or android or on apple tv or what you know whatever you use they had this huge banner saying watch the oscars live streaming live right i was like yes um so after i got home last night after drinking copious amounts of rum i was drunk and ready to watch the Oscars and I go and I click on it and those motherfuckers are only streaming to the exact same six cities that they normally Whoa. stream to. Yeah, so even though they were like advertising that you could watch it live, they did not. So, so what'd you do? I uh, looked on many places on the internet to watch the Oscars. But oh, I will also say you this. Found a, you, you found a place. Well, yes and no, because as fast <laughs> It was it was like a movie. It was like a like you know like one of those internet dramas where they're like hacking and as soon as they hack they like break the code and then they come up with another code. That was me last night. Like as soon as I could find a place <laughs> showing uh, the Oscars, they would get taken down. So I would have to like search another and then find a place and it would get taken down. So like I would watch. They would like make the announcement and then it would get taken down. And then I would log back on, and I would see the end of somebody saying, like, hey, thanks, I just wanted, you know, my mom, blah, blah, blah. And then it would get taken down, and then I would log back in, and it would be a commercial from, like, you know, Panama. And then it would come back <laughs> in, and then that would get taken down. So, yeah, I spent the entire night essentially just, like, battling with ABC and, you know, their lawyers, essentially, I guess. They're calling all these It's called pirating, stuff. Skipper. Yeah. It's called I, pirating. I, I, was, what you were doing. I don't I think I've ever been that dedicated to any one cause ever in my life. Oh, so I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys something that you may not know about. But growing up, my, you know, chubby skipper dream, like my little like wearing husky jeans wish growing up was never to like 
score the winning Super Bowl touchdown or hit a home run. Like my dream was I wanted to win an Oscar and I was going to do it by writing and directing a movie. So I just, I love it. Like I still want an Oscar. I still want to go through the process of doing all of that. Like I just, I want one so bad. So for me watching the Oscars is just, it, it motivates me. So like, you know, I went out and I like dug up a whole bunch of ideas that I, outlines that I've been working on which are the same ones that I worked on last year and the year before that and the year before that. So for, for the next two yeah. weeks, I'll be very focused at, like, typing. And maybe it's St. Patrick's Day that ruins it because, mm. you know, we get to Florida and I'm just like, hey, who cares? Let's go drinking. And then after that, I'm just... I feel like, yeah, you know, I feel like it should inspire maybe you. Maybe write a movie about that. Yeah, right. That's what I was saying. What about it kind of like uh, the, big, uh, the Big Chill, kind of the same thing, but you do it about your week at Disney. Yeah, maybe. Come on, man. Do we have to do the? Do we have to do this for you? Might you might? Like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Uh, yeah, that'd be on, great. Man. Or you could you should write a movie about like let's pretend that like Walt Disney really was frozen and they were keeping his head down that, in the basement somewhere at friend. Disney. Sounds like an original and an amazing idea. And then maybe mm. once a year mm. they bring him out to unthaw to like to take around the parks. So you could. I can't believe you just thought about that all on your own. That's no way. Yeah. So you could make a film and you could shoot part of it in the parks about – you could I don't know. It's about fro- – so maybe like the Walt's frozen head or something. I never Ooh. knew you were that creative. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I have also, my mom. That also reminds me of something else. Guess who is going to join us at the hoop de doo Who? Ben Lancaster of Walt's frozen head. Are you talking about the Ben Lancaster who was mm-hmm. the first ever guest on the 3 o'clock parade? Yes, sir. We Man, were, that Ben Lancaster. We were chatting on the uh, Twitters the other day. And, and you bribed him? Yeah, I was all like, I'll pay for you. I'll pay for your family. I'll fly so you was down. It, was it bribery or was it blackmail? A little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. But either way, I think it's exciting that we're going to have, uh, you know, the creator of Walt's Frozen Head hanging out with us while we're there. Right. I love it. Excellent news. Breaking news. Um, so you have the full support skipper of me. I support you 100%. Yeah. Unless you I, need money. Said, unless you need money. And then I might need money at some point. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I wrote a thing on Facebook about it last night and, you know, people are coming out of the woodworks, like direct messaging me and texting me and they're just like, oh, if you need this or if you need that, but nobody wants to help pay for the actual like project to get made. Um, or, you know, hey, support me. Writing's while I... free, buddy. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to help me write it. They're, you know, they're, they're more like. I'll edit for you. I can do all. That's the thing. Like, I'm Final Cut edit. Like, I can edit. Oh, well, the writing, I might need somebody to edit because, brr, not so good at that Exactly. Part. That's what I'm here for. But, um, yeah, like, I'm ready to do the whole thing. I just need to actually get the movie that I have in my brain out of that and onto paper so that we can then, you know record it and make it and i can't i can't wait for punchy o'shea the movie the, oh my god that would be return of punchy o'shea punchy <laughs> o'shea three death match punchy o'shea four back to reality punchy o'shea five yeah we're talking kissing about the girl unsubscribe yeah. <laughs> we're talking about a talking about a saga skipper to Gritchie. oh yeah that's saga. what i'm talking about yeah punchy o'shea is like oof. he's gonna make the like uh the james bond movies seem like you know a sequel. They're going to be like, oh man, there's 20 James Bond movies, but how many Punchy O'Shea movies are there? 
I like um, end up being like the Fifty Shades of Punchy O'Shea. Punchy O'Shea teaches that Fifty Shades <laughs> guy how to really get it on. As long as Fifty Shades of Green. Involved. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Man, uh, did you guys? Um, did you ever read Fifty Shades of Grey by any chance? Have we talked about this? I did not. I I started to, and I got maybe a quarter order of the way into the first book and I had to stop because the writing was it's that terrible, terrible. It was distracting me. Yes. It was I could she not afford an editor? I well, mean and not just that. You know what I'll let me just throw this in really quick. What really ruined it for me is she wrote she she spelled coming and not C U M M I N G as in the naughty way. Mm-hmm. Spell it. Like they were just like, you know, coming over for a good time. And I was like, no, that's not how you spell coming when you're talking about being naughty. And after that, I was just I, like, I can't read this. She doesn't know what she's talking about. That lady's probably never come. I just have this thing yeah. where if somebody uses a word that isn't something that you would normally say in an average conversation, like, you know, like coming? an SAT word, <laughs> um, it sticks out to me. And if you use it again, I'll remember. Like, even if it's 100 pages later, I'll be like, oh, you already used that word. And so that stuck out to me, like, multiple times within the span of 30 pages. So, like, it's like she went to thesaurus.com, found some fancy word she liked the sound of, and just, like, threw right. it in there as many times as possible. And we'll I started counting tell you what that is. That's them. a total drunky move right there. Uh, that is totally my move. the worst. <laughs> that is the worst. I don't even like using it. Like, I mean, I can understand, like, in a book if you use it twice, but I tried to not use the same word in the same sentence. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, which makes sense, but yeah, and and I don't want to, and I don't want to like derail us. Like we're normally talking about Disney stuff, but this yeah. is a Universal movie, so maybe it'll be a new ride. Maybe. Oh God! <laughs> Fifty oh. Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Like Actually, it'll be it'll probably be themed Trip resort ride rocket yeah. roller coaster. Yeah. Because you know. Never mind. Anyway. Um, speaking of all that, who's ready for some? Ask Sour Boner. Sour Boner, me now. Bum, 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 bum. Sour Boner. Sour Boner for you. For me? And you, and you, and you. Oh, man, there's like a... And Nothing. you. And even Rhiannon. Yay, it's her favorite. Um, we're going to start off with uh, Ask Sour Boner comes from Polly. First off, a heartfelt... Condolences. Polly lost his grandmother this morning. So, oh, Polly. Yeah. Uh, so sorry. definitely heartfelt uh, condolences to Polly and his family uh, on that. But um, he does it, it, he does hashtag and as well as Drama Day from a con- a conversation that was being had about old names that people still use like MGM. Um, uh, and he says he wanted to say that he consistently uses Communicore still. Any names that you still use from the old days? I might drop the center every I do once commu- in a while. You know, I might Epcot. say Epcot Center instead of just Epcot. Yeah. A little Epcot Center action. Yeah. I never. I didn't do. And I, I don't. I don't. That one for some reason it doesn't bug me, but I. I've never said it in actual conversation without trying to be funny or, or uh, ironic or something. <laughs> but uh. Definitely a, a communicore for sure. So let's see. Do. Mm. Yeah, 
very uh, very up to date on your uh, terms. I, it, I I'm not trying to be. The, you know where where uh, Mission to Mars used to be. You know stuff like that. I'll say yeah. that. I don't mispronounce. I'll say sings. like you know where that you know where they used to have America Sings. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, very historical references definitely do that. Um, we have a first timer, I believe, from Mermaid Kate Z. Have we had Mermaid Kate Z before? Uh, I don't think so. Welcome, question. Mermaid Kate Z. She says, hey, guys, what's your favorite hey. Disney drink? Hey, hey, Kate Z. What's your favorite Disney drink to recreate at home? Hashtag Ask Sour Boner. I, I like mm. making a shipwreck on the rocks. Shipwreck. What's on? What's a shipwreck? It's bourbon. It's a bourbon drink. You get bourbon the uh, crushed ice. You uh, muddle up some lime, or not lime, lemon and... Um, a, t- a bunch of mint, put in a little bit of uh, simple syrup, mix it all up with some bourbon. It's delicious. Yes. Delicious. Do you do any mixing, uh, Rhiannon, or do you Doo-doo. stick to Disney beers? Uh, well, um, I, I used to be a big mixologist back in my day, and then I just got lazy and decided, you know what? I like bourbon on the rocks, and it's just easier. Um, Plus, I'm cheap as fuck. Uh, however, my mother was visiting uh, about a month ago, and frugal, I believe, is the word you're looking for. Yeah, sure, <laughs> I, I accept it. I embrace who I am. Anyway, um, my mother was visiting, and Mark and I started talking about how we really miss rum runners on the rocks. And so she, we were out shopping for stuff to do dinner and. Like, all right, what should we have for drinks? Like, I'll just get a bottle of wine. She's like, no, no. Mark said he wanted rum runners on the rocks. I'm like, mom, that's that's like a lot of ingredients. She's like, no, no, we're going to do it. So sure enough, we went to the ABC store. And I shit you not, I think it cost about $150 to get all of the ingredients. But by gosh, she did it. And so I now have in my liquor cabinet, you know, blackberry brandy, banana liqueur, Whatever their bullshit goes into it, grenadine, two different kinds of rums, maybe three different kinds of rums. I don't even know. Uh, pineapple juice. So we did that. Um, yeah. So that happened, but that was basically because my mother was buying it for me because I'm a toddler. Because <laughs> I um I did the opposite. I ne- I never was a mixologist. I always grew up. Uh, just drinking beer only basically. And maybe like if I was going somewhere, I want to sneak in something, maybe something, like some coconut rum and lemonade or something. But so the one drink that I first ever wanted to make at home and has gotten me way more into it now since then has been, was the Lapu Lapu. And I went and I, cause I, I, I want first, my first ingredient was getting a pineapple core. So I yeah. could actually call out to mm-hmm. get the pineapple core. And then uh, I started making them and, my God, I've it's that's my favorite drink by far to make, and I'll I'll sometimes make it if I'm doing a whole weekend, you know, or for a whole day. I'll just make a whole pitcher of it. It's great. So yeah, the lapu lapu. I can't do that because that pitcher will be gone in one hour tops. Oh, it's not a good idea. I'm not saying it's a good plan. <laughs> it's a great idea. What are you guys talking about? I love it. 
Because uh, you literally actually, use like an entire bottle of Irish dark rum. The, but yeah. unlike that, what's the one thing that's nice is there's only two types of rum, and then there's uh, pineapple juice ah, and orange wish, juice. So it's oh, kind of like you're talking about the ingredients. I thought you meant like in the world. I was like in no. the world. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I or wish that, there was it's only. Easy, it's easier to keep that drink in stock because you only have to have the two types. You don't have to have 16 different ingredients. It is. It, yeah. I want to. I want to throw an honorable mention because it is, in fact, Lindy Gras right now as we're recording. And so one drink that I will go out of my way to buy all the ingredients and make at home is a monsoon, which is the signature drink of the Portocal restaurant in New Orleans. It's a little hole-in-the-wall burger joint on Esplanade. It's amazing. It's a divey, but their burgers are amazing out of this world. And they make these monsoons that come in a 32-ounce collector's glass cup, whatever. And it's potent as fuck. And it's basically just a shit ton of rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, and fruit punch. Yes. And it's beautiful. So shout out to New Orleans. Happy Lindy Gras, everybody. Happy Mardi Gras. We're publishing this tomorrow. Hmm. Um. Oh, is that tomorrow? Holy smokes! It snuck mm-hmm. up on us. I know, um, right? So, base, so basically, is the typhoon, in case uh, you know, a hurricane's pretty strong, but this just like takes it to the next level. Well, it's a monsoon, but yeah. Monsoon. Sorry, sorry. Monsoon. Monsoon. Um. Well, let's see. Next one. You talked about Fifty Shades of Grey. So Skipper, you said was not Disney related. I'm going to make it Disney related because Brian, dirt cheap Disney uses the number as well. He says that congratulations, the three o'clock parade rum runners has reached 50 members. Yeah. And 50 shades of rum running. We had a, we had a representation over the weekend at the uh, princess. Yes. Mr. Shuns. uh, Yes. Was there running. So yeah, the rum runners are, uh, Oh, and you know who else? Uh, Christy was there. Christy was Uh, there. Yep. Yeah. She was running for the rum runners. So several runners out there. It really is cool, and the, the, and if you are listening and you have not joined, go hit up Dirt Cheap Disney on the Twitters, and he will join you. There is a group direct message going on all the time, and they all really the do time. talk a lot about running, and it is nonstop. And, I mean, if you're into – it really is a great group chat. So um, hit them up or hit one of us up, and we can add you. Um, uh, it's really, really a cool group. Very, very glad that Brian, uh, Dirt Cheap Disney, took the uh, – idea and, and and ran and ran with it oh <laughs> you um, know i'm not pleased that he did recently oh but apparently he took it upon himself to photoshop a picture of elsa and insert a can of bud light into it yes i don't think that's photoshop <laughs> that's for real actually that was mark posting a picture i think <laughs> no he he texted it to me and i'm like wait who did that and he told me it was Dirt Cheap Disney. I'm like, what? So, yeah, I hadn't seen that until Mark uh, pointed it out to me. We, sneaky, sneaky. We, we were, we were sneaky. We got a chance. I posted it a while ago. I might have tried to post it again. It was uh, of me sneaking up on Mark and Colin having a conversation and Mark explaining how Rhiannon relegates his beers to one little drawer at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I, I don't get the joke. You're like that's that's a very solid uh, way to go, <laughs> solid. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was good. So, anyways, um, let's see. So yes. Oh, that being said, with the three o'clock parade, rum runners, the rum runners, 
is re uh, is bringing back the D Run K and the first of the reborn D Run K races will be during the dark side weekend down here in April on April 22nd and we're calling it the Matt the Radar Tech 1K and so yeah, you can come join Yeah, I don't join. get that. Matt the Radar Tech. That's funny. <laughs> Cuz it's the Star Wars, it's the Star Wars uh weekend, so um it's from uh-huh. a Saturday Night Live sketch, Renan. Um oh, where okay. uh when Adam Driver who plays Kylo Ren was on Saturday Night Live, they did a uh What's the undercover boss episode? They did a fake mm-hmm. undercover boss where he, Kylo Ren, goes as like a, like a oh, radar tech on the Death that Star. That sounds funny. It really is yeah. funny. It was it really is. Yeah, it was great. And he goes as Matt the radar tech. So he is the uh, namesake of the next D Run K. So. Oh, well, I'm glad I asked. Yeah, you might want to check it out. It is actually very funny. So look for the Adam Driver episode. Okay. Um, designated Disney dad. Thanks, dad. Thanks, dad. You're not my real designated Disney dad. Um, <laughs> is this, uh, he actually, this is interesting. Um, Disney just came out with a whole new ad campaign, which feels to be in direct response to the universal ad campaign, which is basically the universal ad campaign is basically like, Hey, your kids are growing up. They want a more exciting vacation now. Um, and then Disney came out with their own saying that like, it's big kids, big, you know, an, an, like another big kids ad. So what Disney, Disney dad questioned is, is this an acknowledgement that competing theme park attractions are a bigger pull for the older kids? Ask Sour Boner. Do you think Disney acknowledges that kids would rather go to Universal? I just, I mean, I can tell you that when I was in marketing at Disney, like we all knew that there was a like. Uh, you know, the younger kids all want to be pirates and princesses, so that's a given. But there's a point where, you know, in the teens and high school, where it's like, it's not cool anymore. I want to do, you know, I want to be a grown-up, so there's more of that pull to the grown-up rides. But then Disney yeah. also knows that after that, you know, when you get into college and after, and, and after a lot of times there's, uh, you know, they come back into the fold. So I think Disney's always known that you know you get to a certain age and you're not you may not be uh as in love with disney as you were before so yeah i guess you know they might as well make a commercial who cares yeah and <laughs> i would i would assume that's not where they're i'm sorry you mean what no no no. oh no yeah do i think it's acknowledged it's obviously acknowledgement that that ad campaign is probably going to be going to go over pretty well i think i think the universal one was well done i actually think it's a pretty good campaign that's what i would do if i was universal is put out that ad campaign <laughs> you know that's kind of what you have to offer so it's uh anyways it's, it is interesting that they made a direct response to that ad basically the next day so i, I haven't seen it i need to i need to see this ad yes well look at designated disney dad what day is that because i was looking i can't five find days ago Five days ago. Five days ago. Um, guess who's back? Mermaid Kate Z is back, baby. Woo. And just for the record, uh, she is drinking a Lapu Lapu in her profile picture. So Nice. Yeah, very, very well done. Um, she wants to say, with Geyser Point going to the Wilderness Lodge, what would you put in at the CR? So I'm assuming that means contemporary resort or? 
Caribbean. No, that would be yeah, that'd be we'll do, uh, contemporary resort. Also, would a gondola connect to them? Uh, <laughs> like I think a gondola um, just that's connect a, everything. I love that idea. Yeah, the, the gondolas is going to be. I hope that happens. It's going to be great. But clearly now. Polynesian has the Oasis and and Trader Sam's and Chana Tiki Bar. They've done so much there. Um, And now Wilderness Lodge. Contemporary outside, that whole area outside is really lacking now compared to the other deluxe resorts. So they really do need a complete redo of their outdoor entertainment area. And I personally, that's my answer to your question, Kate, is that outdoor recreation and dining area and i do feel it's going to happen really soon i think it's gonna it's gonna happen like pronto a major refurb at the contemporary um they've already announced they're they're closing down the um convention uh, convention center yes and so that opens up a whole area to put things into and I think there's going to be major changes. And I think Skipper Dick Ritchie, we might learn a lot about it when we go to talk to uh, Lil Anthony in a Hopefully. few weeks of what's going on over there. Um, and it's exciting because I love the contemporary. I mean, if you love Disney World history, it's part of it. So I can't yeah. wait. So, um, when was the last time you were in Vegas or like in Caesar's Palace? Because Caesar's has that oh, that area where their mall is, and. What they did is they kind of did the same thing they did with Pirates of the Caribbean, where you're walking around inside, but the mall has right. like projections of the sky and stuff above you. So I could almost see them doing that with a convention center, where right. you know Epcot has the boardwalk and that has like you know restaurants and shops, but it's all outside. But there's nothing on the Magic Kingdom monorail that has that kind of stuff. So yeah. you know they could clear out those convention centers. Uh, put in a few like nice restaurants and shops and do that where they, you know, they project um, the night sky or whatever they want. That would be so cool. I love it. More places to drink. More places to eat. It could always, it could be like nonstop dusk. I mean, how cool would that be? Like a sunset and or they right. could do whatever they, they could do whatever they want. You could change the time of day, whatever. Yeah. You could do whatever they want. Fire, they put in fire, put fireworks. Yeah. You whatever. could watch fireworks from inside. It'd be great. Oh. Stop. Stop. Why? Yeah. Great That's question, Mermaid. Those I'm are doing free great... imagineering right now. That's yeah. what I'm going to change the name of the show to free imagineering. It's basically what it's become over the last couple <laughs> years. Um, those are two. That is a fantastic idea. Let's hope that happens. Um, Carol with a K, our original first time <laughs> caller. Nice. Um, uh, she has a message for Mrs. D.A.D. and that she's excited. Oh. She wants to know if TSA will let her on a plane with this much Prevel cheese. Um, it's like Mrs. D.A.D. She's from uh, St. Louis, and it's this cheese that's – I don't know, like, that they are famous for in St. Louis. And uh, she's going to bring her some, hopefully. That would be awesome. Oh, oh that is – wow, look at her. She's just trying to like, you know, I want to be everybody's best friend. I'm going to bring you cheese. And – uh, that would Let's work do for it. me. Oh, I know, right? That, I'm like, yeah. I want to see if I can interrupt that plane trip. You know, if I can get to the airport before Mrs. D and D does. Excuse <laughs> me, ma'am. I'm TSA. Confiscate this cheese from mm-hmm. just you're just standing in like the those limo area with a sign that just says Kara's cheese. Kara with the K. <laughs> um, I actually, when I was traveling in Wisconsin once, bought a shit ton of cheese and had it in my 
bag and carry on and did get stopped and questioned by TSA. And when I explained, hello, it's Wisconsin, it's cheese. They yeah. basically said, carry on. And that makes sense. Yeah. So the, I wonder if they started like saying, well, started critiquing your cheese choices while you're there. So I would assume I that those agents are also from Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking Wisconsin. Like, this is not a novel concept that I just invented. Like, you're the local. You should understand this and see this all the time. But they thought I was a little bit weird. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was a strange experience. But I made it through with my cheese. Did they yell, butt scratcher? Butt Thankfully scratcher. Not. Butt scratcher, huh? Mm, um, Designated Dizzy Dad. Designated Dizzy Dad is back. He wants to know, since homecoming... Drop the G. What other Disney dining drinking establishment should drop the last letter of their names? Wait, really? That, that happened? Yeah, Homecoming. Are you I'm, kidding me? Dropped the G. Oh, is now that is so lame. And they added an apostrophe. And so now it's Well, as homecoming. one should, but still, that, oh, God. That's. <sighs> well, I have a, I have an idea of what happened. Uh, just per this is just my theory because it looks very rushed. It happened very fast. When I did the interview with um, Steven Schussler from the Boathouse, one of the things he talked about was the licensing of the name and the trademarking of the name was really difficult because these are you know there's a, there are other boathouses in the mm -hmm. country, and oh, something tells me caps. that. And it's why it's technically the Boathouse Orlando. And uh, anyway, there was just a, a lot of it had to do with making that difficult. So something tells me Homecoming had their patent or their trademark <laughs> case denied. And so hmm. now they're Homecoming. That's what I think. Because one thing that they also mentioned when I was at the, the Boathouse interview was how much if they make a mistake with like a printed brochure – like Disney gets super pissed because they have to change everything. You know, anything that's well, changed at Disney Springs is changed on 800 different productions. Oh, so it costs so much to change anything. So this can't be, I don't believe this is just a, oh, hey, I think we want to change the name from homecoming to homecoming. Yeah, I think it so have to. Here's my thing is, first of all, I, I'm agreeing with you. But second of all, wouldn't you think that you'd do that research, you know, in the construction phase while you have time when you're developing a menu yeah. as opposed to many months after your opening yeah i have a feeling yeah. some lawyer is really not uh he's getting some ma mad phone calls right now because you said this was a slam dunk when we put in our application and now we got it denied yeah. that's just that's just what i picture going on back back behind the scenes and i'm sure there are a lot of unhappy people right now whoopsie and then it sounds stupid homecoming they should have just spelled it C-U-M-M-I-N-G. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Homecoming, baby. <laughs> just bring it all back. Bring it all back. Oh, I was going to say, I thought the official name was actually Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, in which case there obviously isn't another one of those. So, I don't know. I guess. I, I don't know. And obviously, I, man, you're right. That is some... It could but be something that, different, but it's mandates I have to then use that on every single label. I don't know. Mm. I, I just don't believe it was like because what the like the article came out today in the Sentinel and it was like oh one of the reps from the restaurant said well we realized that Chef Art Smith the way he says it is homecoming 
So we changed the name. And I'm like, that doesn't, there's no way they're going to change Bullshit. all that. Exactly. That's such a bullshit answer. <laughs> like, we're, we're always reevaluating. And, and that's just the way he talks. Yeah, it's such a BS answer. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the sign, like then you look at the home company. Really, it's an adjective. Yeah. And so uh, it looks temporary. Like they literally ripped the N off and they added an apostrophe. So it's not like they had this thing planned out weeks in advance. Let's see. Oh, good question from Drama Day. He's got a multiple parter. First one is, which is the best looking at night? Drama Day wants to know, ask Sarah Bonner. He's been here, as you know, Rhiannon, because he stood you up. He's been here mm-hmm. for a couple weeks. He just left and went back to the UK. So mm-hmm. it's a four part. Uh, I mean, there's four options. Uh, do you think Main Street USA looks best at night? World Showcase, Hollywood Boulevard, or Africa to Asia? Africa to Asia. That was my choice as well. Second, it was soundly defeated. Main Street. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big fan of Main Street, especially at twilight. Yeah, that's, that's, it won that's handily with 63%. But a- African Asia was second over third place World Showcase and dead last Hollywood Boulevard with 6%. Womp, womp, womp. But he has this next one here. Get ready, Rhiannon. You might want to be uh, sitting down. Uh, here comes your homecoming. Oh, yeah. Hello, Parade. Um, guess what? I'm in the Magic Kingdom. Ha, ha, ha. Thought I'd ask you a quick video, Ask Sour Bona, while I'm here. So here it is. With the exception of Derek Bergen, is there anything more annoying than the Wi-Fi signal at Disney World? Because it is rubbish. Right. I've got a couple of days left, so I'm going to make the most of them. And I'll probably get really depressed when I hear this at the next episode. But there you go. So uh, from the Magic Kingdom, live, exclusive. <laughs> Tatty bye. <laughs> Tatty bye. I need to start bye. incorporating Exclusive. that into my daily vernacular. Yeah. So let's see. Other than other than Derek Bergen, is there anything more mm. annoying than the Wi-Fi signal at Disney World? I would say n- it's Rocket terrible. Disney. Hey, come on! I actually turn off my Wi-Fi a lot of times because it is so spotty. So I just yeah. go with. Uh, I actually don't use it a lot because it is. It's really, really spotty. Is it true, Skipper DeGritchie, that they do not have Wi-Fi at Disneyland? They do not have Wi-Fi at Disneyland, no. I read that yeah. yesterday, and I was like, okay. They finally put Wi-Fi in Trader Sam's, though, which is nice. Hmm. I yeah. can say that I remember back before they offered Wi-Fi, yet Wi-Fi was a thing to be had and I had the brilliant plan of just setting up a giant, super strong Wi-Fi hub and charging like five bucks a day. So there goes that plan. Yeah. Disneyland yeah. might still work. Yeah, you could probably. All right. There you go. Just don't just don't name it FBI surveillance van like uh, the funny people do. <laughs> Well, it's like at my last office, there actually was somebody who had their Wi-Fi network called to Disney World. It was very confusing. And everyone oh. thought it was me. Everyone was like, do you have your own Wi-Fi network? I'm like, no, it's not me. They're like, we don't believe you. My yeah, network clearly is the only Wonderland. Aw. You're right. And that everything. Nacho Wi-Fi. Oh, nice. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Everything is Wonderland and everything connected within the network has uh, Wonderland-related um, names. So. Do you have Telgy Wood? 
know. I have the Carpenter and the Walrus. Those are speakers. I once had a hedgehog earning her Telgy. That's cool. Yeah, she sucked. So she did a good job. So she was a keeper. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. (laughs) It's a hedgehog skimmer. Oh, shit. Sorry, my bad. Still a keeper. Not the hedgehog. Ron Jeremy. Oh, Jesus. Wait, what? The hedgehog. That's his nickname. Ron Jeremy is the hedgehog. Let's see. Um, Kel O. Watt would like to know, what's your controversial Disney opinion? Um, Kel's is that Spectrum Magic Music is much better than Wishes Music. Do you have a Ooh. controversial opinion? That's, that, I have uh, lots of controversial opinions, but... Anything about about the uh, anything like that in that in that realm? Man, that's a good one. It's the kind of question that as soon as we finish this call, I'm gonna go to bed and be lying awake at night and yeah. I'll think of ten. But I'll, right I'll, now, I guess something that's been that I've for years um, was always I don't know controversial, but Animal Kingdom was always has been my favorite park since uh, for about fifteen years now. And it was really controversial back then. Like, if you even said you enjoyed it, people are like, ah, it's the worst. I, do. I wouldn't let my dog go to Animal Kingdom. It's so boring. And it's been interesting over the last 15 years to change. And now I think there's a pretty good group of people who have put Animal Kingdom up higher to where it's maybe even their second favorite park or mm-hmm. it's being talked about by even people who never liked it as it's the most to offer than, you know, than some of the other parks. So it's been interesting to watch that, that, uh, change over the last, uh, few years. So. Okay. I just thought of one and you're going to especially love this. Um, I don't love Carousel of Progress. Man. Do you? But maybe that's because you don't have the. Did you not have it as a kid? As memories? Because obviously, it's nostalgia is where most of that comes from. Yeah. Um. I don't think I ever really went on it as a kid because it didn't appeal to me because it wasn't a fun ride or it wasn't some, you know, IP that I was interested in. And so it wasn't until later in life that I was like, oh, okay, I I now care about the history of this company. Um. So I'm gonna go and ride this, right. view this, what have you. And so, you know, I go on it and it's like, oh, you know, that, that, I can see how this was, you know, innovative in its day. Um, you know, you know I, I enjoy the references. I enjoy the fact that it is sort of a niche audience and so it's not a worldwide phenomenon. However, it's just, yeah, I don't have that nostalgic connection, I guess. Well, that'll be interesting when that changes, when right now the people who are buying vacations are of the age who remember that as nostalgia. When the next generation of people who buy vacations come up and really didn't, that's not what they loved, some of these older rides might start to go away. Because right now we're, Which, we have the buy, buying power. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and so I hate that. And so, you know, again, unpopular opinion, controversial opinion. So it's not yeah. like I'm slamming it it's just it's not something no, that I, I hold near and dear to my heart mm. yeah for me it's definitely all nostalgia so let's see skipper any anything controversial uh i think one i, I kind of have i think there's a s our boner 
that will lead towards a little bit of a controversial thing because I want to say it, it's asking if I would rather have alcohol at Disneyland and not oh, I can't remember what it was but I think I think like for our group and especially for for us I think the controversy is that like I've never really been a big like I didn't think the Magic Kingdom necessarily needs to have a bunch of bars. And I don't think Disneyland right. does either. Because I, I feel like there's plenty of places to drink. So considering that we have a podcast and you guys wrote a book about drinking at Disney, uh, I will say that for the, for me, those two theme parks uh, don't necessarily need the alcohol because I feel like there's plenty of places to get them other places. But um, that's probably the closest thing I would have to something controversial. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I would think I my. Yeah. It's like all joking aside, because yes, obviously we talk about that a lot, and we get a lot of asks our boners of whatever that ultimately leads us to talking about bars and or alcohol in general in the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland. But joking aside and hypothetical questions aside, no, I don't think it needs it. I, I feel like my opinions go more toward lost opportunity and in from a business sense just lost revenue from disney but i just look at the opportunities of how cool would it be to have a haunted mansion themed bar or a pirates themed bar or a saloon in frontierland like that kind of thing i just think it'd be so cool if they were to implement that but does it need it am i hurting for it no i just but it would be cool yeah. So, yeah. Well, I've noticed that because in that you definitely you're putting. I will say that you have your opinions about it have followed that in that since they did even they did add alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, and your whole point the whole time has been it's not doing that cool thing we all wanted, which is make it fit the areas. It's not doing that. Right. <laughs> they're, you know, they're 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 they're, they're ruining it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing it and they're doing it wrong because yeah they're not doing it fun so. And I would say my if I had to do another controversial, the one thing I get the most crap for because what I talk about is how I, I, I my opinion is that I would like to see them get rid of the standby line and go to all virtual queuing. And people are I did get a lot of crap about that, so it's definitely controversial. <laughs> um, let's see, Livy, you ready, Rhiannon? Your liver or would like to speak? Can you put the uh, microphone down there by your liver, please? <laughs> hey. No, not, not all the way down there. Not all the way down there. Uh, Polly's Choice by Livy. <laughs> God. Fast Pass, Bulldoze, Refurb, Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World, and all non-U.S. parks. Mm. So Skipper will definitely be demolishing Disneyland. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think this one's easy, because... Oh, it's yeah. so easy. Bulldoze Go. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Bulldoze everything that's not Disney. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? <clears throat> not Disneyland, you mean? That, no, it's Disneyland, that, yeah. Walt Disney World, and all non-U.S. Disney parks. Right. So bulldoze everything that's not here. I'm fine with that. So that's bulldoze. The uh, two that I yeah. go to most are Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So. Agreed. We can bulldoze and all so, non-Disney U.S. parks. And I obviously am going to fast pass Disneyland and refurb Walt Disney World. I think we're obviously <laughs> the sort of similar yep. yet opposite flipping yeah. floppity yeah. flip. That was so, a good one. 
sorry to everyone who really wants to spend their their worldwide vacation going to theme parks. Sorry, they're gone. Yeah, you they're don't have gone. to worry about thanking Shanghai anymore, though, because we'll take yeah, care of it. Yes, they're gone. It's gone. It's gone. Problem so, solved. When we bulldoze it, can we just like kind of hack it into pieces and bring it over here and install it here instead? That's well, part, of the part of the reefer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Are you sure you're good? Right? Are In that sure? case, I will fast pass Disneyland and yes. refurb all Disney World by bringing Tokyo Disney Sea and Phantom. Yeah, Manor we'll bring that big ass volcano. Amazing. Yeah. Bring that big ass volcano to Animal Kingdom. It'd be great. There you go. Let's do middle it. child is middle child no more. Oh, see, this is the question you were talking about. It's Mr. Monkey, Skipper Dick Ritchie. He go. was asking, if you had one choice, Skipper Dick Ritchie, would you want people movers back in Disneyland or beer? Oh, here, let's go. Or do you want beer in general? Not just there. Or just beer. <laughs> do you want a beer? Like, do you want a beer right yeah. now or would do you, you want like the people movers back? Whatever random beer you happen to have in your refrigerator right now or the people, I, the people movers. I'd rather have the people movers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the people mover in the disneyland people mover track was so much more interesting it went like all over okay. not just a small track so what if it's beer period or people mover so you could never drink another sip of beer for the rest of your life and you know if you oh. asked me well that's the thing if you asked me this like college program days i would be like beer but now i drink more like Rum. liquor than beer so it'd be fine and I don't even drink okay. fancy beer, so like, you know, you can. Oh, I know that. Beer. Yeah, you, you would you rather drink shitty beer for the rest of your life or have the people over? And I'd be like, ah, sorry, Miller Light. I guess you're going out of beer. <laughs> I ooh, that's a, I, I would be put me in a tough position because I do love me some beers. And uh, I don't go to Disneyland very often. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, tap tap the keg. You're gonna hang. Sorry. We're, gonna get you back. We're gonna sit back and ride our people mover. Fuck yeah. Uh, um, Sarah Grapham. Motherfucker. <laughs> this is directly to you, Rhiannon, from Sarah Grapham. Oh. Hello. She wants to know what advice do you have for anyone thinking of migrating to Florida from Massachusetts? Do's and don'ts, best, worst, etc. Like anything to be prepared for for Sarah um, Grapham. Do it. Move. Do it. Do it. Um, let's see. Obviously, first things first, get your Florida driver's license, ASAP, so you can go and get your annual pass, ASAP. And beyond that, just uh, don't look like a tourist. What's the biggest difference between lifestyle in Florida and Massachusetts you should be prepared for? Are people different, act different? I think people are friendlier, but you definitely have way more tourists. So that's like a weird thing to get used to is I don't know how often she visits Florida, but obviously when she does, she is a tourist. And so you kind of are in your vacation mindset. And so suddenly being a local and having to then deal with the people who are all just like on vacation or like, yeah, I'm a snowbird. Like, and you just want to punch them in the face. Like <laughs> I, you're, cause you're jealous. You're cause you're FOMO. No, it's more like having to work whatever like i don't live in orlando so it's not even that i i just i live in snowbird land and what is frustrating to me is when it's in season and i'm driving to work and 
my traffic is doubled, if not tripled during season. And I want to just petition for a law that if you have out-of-state plates, you are not allowed to be on the road between 8 and 9 a.m. Because you have no reason to be. You are either retired right. or you're so you on can, vacation. Right. Go the fuck home. You can wait and go get breakfast or coffee or right. whatever later. Fuck you're you. You're being selfish. Get out of my way. You're being selfish. Yeah. Seriously. They're being selfish. Yeah, I got you. So I just go raging. Yeah. I'm curious if this is the same. One thing I've noticed <sighs> from when I moved from Michigan to Florida, the biggest difference I've noticed is when I see back home, people do it a lot of like at home entertaining where they're like, let's have a party at my house. And you'd have hang out in the backyard and grill out and throw bags. And Skipper, you do that a lot when you go back to Texas, too. Oh, dude, I do that. I do that here once it warms out. Yeah, it's great. I love doing that. Yeah. Mm, that would be people other recommendation. Own, but it's like big groups of people. Get a house in the pool. Yeah, you have a house Hands party. Down. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. If I lived, I mean, you don't have a, you don't have a pool, right? But Rhiannon does. Fuck yeah. did? And I, yeah. I wouldn't have it in their way. Like when I first moved here, it was a nice to have on my list, but we ended up renting a house with one and it was a life changer, game changer. Like, yeah. and then when we were looking to buy a house, there was no option. We were having a pool. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. think we have, if, yeah. I, if I were to, if I lived out there, I can tell you for sure we would, uh, we'd be having pool parties. All the time. Well, because here, because uh, people want to go out. You like, well, let's go. To, let's hang out at Disney. Like that's kind of fun to do that. Like you know, that happens. Is what what I've noticed is you do out. But um, anyway, that's what I've noticed is different, at least for my lifestyle. Um, yeah. So I guess so. Sarah, Sarah Grafham depends on if you're moving to Orlando or if you're moving elsewhere within Florida. But yeah. Let's see. Um, Skipper, kind of what well, you had earlier, Scott D. Wants to know from the hashtag family, what beers would you pair with each land in the Magic Kingdom? Rhiannon, help them do it right. What do you want? What what would do it right? And they, it's got to be something that's kind of widely known, probably right, that people would know. So what beers would fit with like Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Frontierland, Liberty Square? What what really would do it if they could do it right? Um, I don't. I suppose it goes against my reputation, but I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about this. I just think about good beers and good places. I think about more what the bar would look like. I think about more what the serving layer would look like. Like in Frontierland, I want it to be an old timey saloon with, you know, giant mugs. And in Fantasyland, I feel like you have a lot of different sort of options because you could do, you know, go into Gaston's Tavern and Hobbit be you know like leader handled mugs and yada yada like manly style or you could do something god really wouldn't want to put italian beers in pinocchio yeah you could do something like like fancy like, you know like the like the pat like a palace yeah you could do like a, yeah. a fancy so i i think about it more in those terms than i do the actual specific beers themselves especially because i really do tend to favor local beers and that really doesn't lend itself to Frontierland or Fantasyland, yeah. yeah. So you know, so I'm sorry. It would have I'm to be something national, question. like 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 I would yeah. think like a like a Liberty Square. I mean, it would have to be something pretty yeah, big. Be... So maybe like a uh, like a Sam Adams probably would be appropriate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's easier. Whereas you know, Adventureland Skipper Canteen, you'd kind of want to copy Jocelyn Z's and do that sort of motif. Yeah. 
So again, I'm not really yeah, I'm not picking out the specific breweries and or styles, but yeah. Sorry. Um, this is a good one though. Traveling salesman would like to know how much would you be willing to pay for a day pass to ride the gondola with an open bar from place to place. So let's see if the uh, let's just go with the fact that it's twenty dollars a day to ride the express bus right now. So what would a gondola with open bar run you? And he said all day. This was like day. a one hour one dessert pass. party. One day pass. See, that's gonna cost like five hundred dollars. Yeah, because yeah. just the two hour one at the contemporary to watch fireworks is a hundred dollars to do two hours. And that's not so, even an open bar. That's like what, just champagne and desserts. Oh uh, no, it has beer and wine uh, there oh, for the contemporary one. So I would say at least four hundred dollars. So I don't. So the question is, how much would you be willing to pay? I'd be willing to pay two hundred dollars. Um, I think if it were a special occasion that I saved up for and I had heard good reviews and they had a good selection, I would be willing to pay three hundred dollars. Oh, will you go four hundred dollars? <laughs> But they would have that because like, if it were like, you know, beer being Bud Light and wine being some shitty, yeah. you know. I thought for a second shitty. this was Let's Make a Deal. I thought it was Let's Make a Deal. No, yeah. yeah no. Um, Barack Ohana, the pineapple POTUS, wants to know, did you happen to see that picture of uh, that one of the silly accounts? Oh, which should be the national bird of the three o'clock parade? The pineapple bird by Dizwire, the orange bird, one of the three caballeros, or one of the tiki room birds. And I'll go with the answer. The winner was the orange bird won. Oh, nice. I like orange bird. The orange bird won. I do, too. Second was one of the three caballeros. Third, Dizwire's pineapple bird. And final, one of the tiki room birds. Hmm. Which I think, Skipper, we did a good job of doing the voices last week, by the way. Yeah, we were great. Um, so the orange bird is now the official bird of the three o'clock parade. Congratulations, orange bird. Sorry, pineapple sorry, bird. bird. Eat a dig. <laughs> we are down to the final three. Final three. Uh, let's see. What the hell just happened? Final few. What is, um, Don, Dan Rickley wants to know, which is more annoying? Hashtag pet peeve. People calling pets, sorry, people calling pets fur babies no, or no. saying live in the dream. Which is more annoying? And I'll tell you which wins uh, by the 18 votes have been cast. I'm going to say fur babies. Yeah. Rhiannon, do you ever use the term fur babies for your pets? Mm, I may have once or twice in my life, but not on a regular occasion. Well, 72% of the Dan Rickley followers think that calling pets fur babies is the most annoying. And 28% say live in the dream, which I do say regularly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> at, work. Mark. I say it at work. Like, in, like ironically, yeah, you got to say like, you know, you got to like, you sarcastically. Right. You know, I usually follow it up with, and I mean nightmare. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. How's work today? Like, hey. Just live in the dream. dream. I mean nightmare. Thankfully, it's not as annoying as fur baby, so we're good, Skipper. 
Yeah, fur baby sounds it sounds naughty to me. So every time I hear fur baby, I'm not thinking. Yeah. Okay, now it's ruined. Yay. It ruined. Ruined. Ooh. Wes Glingsman would like to know, yay or nay, would you get your own themed bar anywhere on property, but you have to get your ear done like Joe Rody's? Would you trade oh, in God. your ear for a themed bar, Skipper to Gucci? Yes. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Rhiannon, would you do it? Sure. I will, too. That would be awesome. Oh, we'd be it. ear buddies. Ear buddies. The, the three, that would be our thing. The three o'clock parade with our ear buddy. Oh, I love it. You're going to have a pineapple charm on yours. <laughs> hey, you, that's where you can keep all your swizzle sticks. <laughs> Instead oh, of the hat. I, I picked some up for you yesterday. Yeah. Really? From where? Um, so I went to a book signing at False Idol. Oh, right. And the people who signed the book... Uh, they just are the people that did oh, what the hell is it called? There's a place in uh San Francisco. I can't even, I can't think of what the hell, I don't remember what it's called right now. Smugglers Go or Smugglers, whatever. Either way, they brought uh swizzle sticks from the original bar, so I got some from there and from False Idol for you. They're pretty cool. Nice, thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. hey, I almost got you a swizzle stick last time, but I didn't. Oh, well, oh. thanks for kind of the thought. That was nice. That was nice of you. It counts. That works. Um, Carol, paddlefish Carol, banker. Oh, oh, I like that. Carol with a K wants to know, what's your happy place in the parks? Mm, it depends on nothing. Uh, <laughs> Harambe. Definitely Harambe is my happy place in the parks. Haunted Harambe. Nature, definitely. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Let's see. Uh, Nicole, Nick's to Dash, would like to know if she can only make one dinner reservation for her entire five-day Walt Disney World trip, where do you go, excluding Ohana and Victoria and Alberts? Where should she go? One dinner reservation for the entire stay. Where does she go? Wait. She's like, one, all Walt Disney World, one dinner reservation. Yeah, Ohana's. like what do you? What's your number one pick? She already Ohana's. said not Ohana's. Oh, jeez, then nowhere. Stay home. <laughs> what um, about? Would, would you offer? Would you suggest Brown Derby? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know what though? Like the Brown Derby's great. Um, yeah, but no. Well, I just, I just think that you can get Brown Derby quality food at a lot of places. So. You're not going for the food to the Brown Derby. So I really like it, and I we have a good time when we go. But I feel that, you know, something that's specific to Disney World, maybe, can we say hoop doo then? I would, I'd love to Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm going, I'm, I will agree with that, Nicole. Yeah. The hoop doo is such a fun experience. It's got, A, good food, believe it or not, for a dinner show. It's actually good. It's like, it's like fried chicken and ribs and stuff, but it's actually decent. But it's the history. You feel like you are in it, it could be any time between nineteen seventy one and now. You know, it's like timeless. I love it. Yeah, the, the head chef, or at least I don't know if he's still there, but um he was Walt's personal chef, and that is the same fried chicken recipe that he used to make for Walt, which is super cool. Oh, I can't that argue with that, cool. Skip. Yeah, but, so um, there is some really if, cool history to it. It really is. Um, but because of, I'm actually gonna if if you if you didn't want if you want to do a more traditional restaurant, 
I'm gonna have to say go down to Disney Springs and go to the boathouse. I think yeah, if you're gonna want really, really good a too. really nice dinner. That's I mean they're two totally different things. <laughs> I think just so. to be a contrarian, I might just say yachtsman. Yeah. I mean that's because I haven't been in maybe a year or two, and I love it there. Just food wise, quality wise, it's not like the coolest theming. They don't have awesome swizzle sticks. Yeah. You don't have a view of fireworks, but it just it's such good food. Yeah. And you can just and come it, in and out of Epcot really quickly. And it doesn't really feel it does feel Disneyish, but it just feels a little bit like a step above. Like you know, it definitely mm-hmm. takes it up a notch. Nice. Um so there you go, Nicole. Hopefully one of those works out for you. Let us know what you pick and keep us in the loop, please, Nicole. Um we're right down to it. Outer Rim Jim would like to do a shout out, a mem- in memoriam for Polly's grandmother, Polly's mm. choice. Would you like to change, relive, or remove a family Walt Disney World memory? For oh. him, he would like to relive being 14 at Fort Wilderness when he reattached the RV awning in a thunderstorm. Dad was so proud. Any memories that you would like to? toy with from your Disney past? Um, I'm sure there are many, but can I, I want to pick two. I'll be quick, I swear. Um, so one that I just want to relive was when I was staying at Port Orleans French Quarter with my parents and my sister and I forget how old I was, but I was young-ish, and she's four years younger than me. And we were back at the resort one night, but it was early-ish, like dinner time. And my parents didn't want to go back out. We really wanted to go back to the Magic Kingdom. And so we, like, devised this plan. Like, we were going to convince them to let us. And we went in, and we're like, can we go? We, like, we had this whole, like, spiel. We're like, hey, it's fine. We're like, Really? And so it was like our first taste of Disney freedom. And so we were allowed, I, mean, I may have been like 12 and she were eight or 14 and 10, I don't know. And they let us just go on the bus by ourselves and go to the Magic Kingdom by ourselves. And so we were just there, like in the Magic Kingdom, the two of us. And it was, oh, uh, that was a real magical night for me. So I'd love to revisit that. Um, but to redo for me would be um, my last epic trip to Disney with my mother was actually roughly three years ago now. And it was when I stayed for 11 days where it was maybe five days at the boardwalk and then four at the concierge lounge, at Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and the reason I want to redo it is because um, I had had that uh, trip booked prior to being laid off by my company. And so it was this whole fucked up situation where I I got laid off, but kept on to do contract work to finish out the projects I was working on. And so instead of being able to take PTO and do that trip, like I wanted to, I was stuck like working nine to five from the hotel room to try and please this boss that I really should have even been trying to please because whatever, he let me go anyway. And so it was just, it put a damper on the whole trip and so i wish i could just go back and be like you know what fuck you yeah and so all right i'm done that guy's an idiot mm-hmm. skip do you have anything you'd like to relive or redo um you know what like 
my dad has a picture of um, me and my two younger brothers when we were like really little uh, on Main Street, and it's a picture with Mickey. And uh, I mean, obviously, I was there. It happened, <laughs> but I don't rem- like I don't remember that moment. So I think I would like to go back and be able to relive that. Um, it's his favorite picture of us, uh, and, he, and he keeps it up all the time. So for me, I would like to do that. I'd like to go back and relive that just so I could, you know, kind of, one, see Dad uh, in his younger years. And, you know, just kind of be able to talk about it and be like, yeah, I was just there again. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, very nice. Um. I had one very similar to Rhiannon's when I did, but I did like my high school spring break. We went down and I had a very similar experience where I broke off from the group and was by myself walking through Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom. And I had that same like feeling. It was like that first like independent feeling. And it was like, I'm at Disney World. Oh my God, I'm by myself. Like, this is the great, like, this is, it was, you know, one of those coming of age moments. And I, I had a very similar one. It was really a great feeling because at the time I didn't live here. So it was like, it was so cool to be in the Magic Kingdom um, by myself. It was really, really cool. So, I mean, similar. And then on top of that, I'd like to go back. One of the reasons I love the People Mover so much is that was the one ride my grandmother could ride. And we used to ride that like five times whenever we would go. So, I'd like to relive that with my grandma riding around on that as well. So, that would be awesome. Also dig it. Good one. Yeah. Thank you, Outer Rim Jim. Great, great question, Outer Rim Jim. And the final Ask Sour Boner for tonight from Mr. Joe Bowden, not the former vice president, Joe Biden. <laughs> well, now I'm disappointed. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry. Sorry, Joe. Um, <laughs> Lent is coming up. Rhiannon already had uh, mentioned it, that it is um, Fat Tuesday not tomorrow. sure I, okay, yeah. I didn't use the word Lent in any of this, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But that is when Lent begins. So I'm... he would like to know, what do you give up? for Lent at Walt Disney World? Do you give up Lapu Lapu or the indestructible Tervis Tumbler? <laughs> Man, if I have to make a choice, I will definitely give up the Lapu Lapu for Lent because I have to have what? my Tervis Tumbler. What? No, just, I think you know it's what you easy. You give, up, you give up the Tervis Tumbler and you just do an Arctic instead. Yeah, tell you what I gave up for. It's really. like saying you're not going to give away Pepsi and you drink Coke instead. Yeah, exactly. I give up religion. This is how you play the game. Take notes. I give up sobriety. There you go. That works too. Yeah. Skipper. No. I give when up, re- give up? Religion. I give up religion for Lent. <laughs> That's good. I can do whatever I want now. Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Um, How Bowers wants to know when are we hosting the Drunkie Awards? Ooh. That'd be good. I would have come up with some categories. Give those. Good thinking, Hal Bowers. We need to do that. And I'll announce the winner is Derek Bergen. And then... Take it take away it from back. me. Take it back. Oh, Bergen. Take it back. <laughs> Bergen. Bergen. That's what you get for... But that would imply that you're actually nominating him for a category, so... Uh-oh. Worth it. Worth, Worth it. <laughs> worth it so thank you everyone for another great week of ask sour boner brings us to any final thoughts from our esteemed hosts Rhiannon, myself and skip dick richie any final thoughts 
It is so cold in San Diego right now. I am fucking freezing. I've really? spent the last I've spent the last half hour looking at uh, portable like heaters, <laughs> space heaters. <laughs> it was like a high of eighty nine here then. Oh my god, no! It started raining last night at about two in the morning, and has continued to rain all day, and currently. It is 56 degrees, and we actually have flood warnings right now. Have I here of portable heaters? Rhiannon, were you still there? Did we talk about this on the show at all? When we, when Rhiannon, last time, two times ago, you were down here when we were hanging out at the um, Tiki Terrace, and we had the incident with the heater. Mm. Were you still there when that happened? I don't. Was that after you left? Anyways, to make a long story short. Um, a member you set of, things on fire. And a member of our group knocked over one of the space heaters, and the joke is now Disney has a like new space heater. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't single, think that uh, was discussed control. around me or uh, observed you, by me. But you must have already uh, taken off at that point. But um, anyway, so not it. Didn't not it. it. Not it. Um, let's see. Any final thoughts? No, we are just uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on the 3 o'clock parade. Check it out. I am the ultimate badass. Independently targeting particle beam failings. For I have a city with this puppy. Yeah, man, but it's a dry heat. Let's just bug out and call it even, okay? Maybe I've been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. Well, that's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. right now. He's dead. You dog me, pal. How could they cut the power, man?
13 That's meters. right outside the door. Damn, this is a big fucking signal. It's reading right, man. Look, five meters, man. What the hell? Did he tell you about the one we made tonight? You got him. He's obviously what are you out of He doesn't know what he's talking about. No shit. No shit, Jet. No shit. You two donkey dicks couldn't get laid in a morgue. You're right. You are absolutely right. You're absolutely right. right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. right. Hey, you're what? Doug. Come on. Anybody with a haircut like that, you know he's an asshole. I'm not going to do that.